The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's the Garcia Diaries. Welcome to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia. You might know me as the Garcia Diaries on Instagram. What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia. Every week, we deep dive real life, marriage, parenthood, sex, pop culture, and anything else in between. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm sitting here. Breaking news. Oh. Breaking news. By the time that they listen to this, it will not be breaking news. All right, guys. So my my introduction to this person was actually through you. You had a picture of him in your high school binder. Yeah. Um, you were fortunate enough. Your parents bought you the binder with the plastic sleeve so you could enter your pictures. I got and to shit. decorate it. I never got that. I do use Sharpie to like make mine look cool. <laughs> But you had this guy, you had Buster Posey. Actually, you might have had, did you have the whole band or just, just Adam Levine? Uh, I think I had Maroon 5. Yeah, yeah. Maroon 5. That's how I was introduced. So if you were to ask me, like, who is like Bethany's celebrity crush or crushes, he may not be number one, but he's definitely top five and been no. consistent for no. 10 plus years. No, I would say in the past few years, no. Because I do agree with what people are saying that he's like elevator music now. But back when it was like songs about Jane, like all of, like, I don't know, all of his old stuff I could listen to on repeat no, no, now, no, but not, none of his new stuff. Wait, I'm not talking about his music. I'm talking about him and your celebrity crush. No. Yes. Not recently. No, no, but. Not in like the past few years. I don't think he's that cute He's anymore. fallen off because he's getting older. But you were in love with this guy. You when would, he was younger, you would. I don't. At some point, you were in love with him. I, at some point, I've never been in love with Chloe or Courtney. I've always been in love with Kim. I've never okay. been in love with him. But this and motherfucker love is so drastic. Too. This motherfucker was just caught up, and I think it's noteworthy for us to talk about or newsworthy because you probably were like, man, to have a relationship like Adam and who. Biotti. Yeah, I knew it was like a foreign name. All those white rocker dudes love those foreign name girls. Anthony. What? <laughs> okay. Who the one that you were, we were talking about the other day and you were like, oh, he's married. He was Victoria's Secret model. Was it Adam Levine? Or who were we talking no, about? No, I was talking about Jason Statham. Yeah, whoever that is. No, but. But anyways, he okay. was caught. She, she, her name's Rosie. It's not. He, he was caught in a pickle. Yes. What and I it? actually think it's so crazy too. Like all these TikTokers are just bringing everyone down with the scandals like scandals left and right all the time but yeah sumner stroh i think she's like an only fans girl and an okay. instagram model shout out to the only fan girls and the instagram models she <laughs> providing content she, she posted this tiktok saying yeah so like i just i need to say this because i'm gonna about to be exposed like i had an affair with a man that was married that's married to a victoria's secret model which is also like a weird way to lead into it because like i feel like adam levine is he's noteworthy enough on his own without <laughs> needing to add the married to a victoria's secret model part maybe she was saying that part like no one's safe like he's literally married to one of the most gorgeous people in the world and he still cheated and on she her. She wanted to get people's mind racing, like, okay, who? So they could who start. could it be? But then she immediately, one second after that, showed the screenshot with his name on it. So it was like, you know, what's so funny though when the the video came across my for you page, like thirty minutes after it was posted, it had like three thousand likes at that point. And when she said he's married to a Victoria's Secret model, my mind immediately went to Adam Levine, and then I was like, no, there's no way, like him and 
Beata, you're so cute. And she just posted four days ago. I saw it posted everywhere. Like she's pregnant with their third child. There's ding, no ding, way. Ding, ding. That's exactly why I wanted to talk about it. Because I knew you felt that way. Even though he's fallen in the rankings the past few years, you feel, you still yeah, felt Yeah, because I follow, I follow his wife. And so I'm just like, oh, there's no way. Like I just saw their pregnancy, pregnancy announcement. And it was so cute. And so... Then his name pops up, and I was like, "Oh my god, I fucking knew it!" That dirty dog. All right, so <laughs> I switched up so quick. And this was actually very funny, very very funny. The the exchange. So, what was in those exchanges, baby? I don't know. He was saying like, "You're so fucking hot in person. You're like fifty times hotter in person." Well, well hold on. So let's hit the main bullet points, and then we can dissect it because I. I'm ready to go back to seventh grade science when we're dissecting shit right now. I'm ready. Well, first he said, you're so fuck. you're 10, 50 times hotter in person. And then his next message was, and so am I, which was absolutely hilarious to me. And then he also messaged her, I guess like months after they had broken up and said, real talk, I want to name my son Sumner if it's a boy. Like I'm dead serious. What do you think? And she shared those screenshots too. And I was like, oh my God. Like if I was his wife, that part would like kill me more than anything. So then that comes out. And then the next day, Mr. Adam Levine, Levine himself Levine. had a response. Is it Levine? I don't know. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. You should what know was this. I saying before? Levine. I feel like it's not I feel like Avril Levine, Adam Levine. Right? Okay. I don't I call I don't know. You, you oh got my me God. stumped. <laughs> Anyway, day two comes and Mr. I was no. okay. I was shocked at how fast he addressed it. I honestly thought it was going to be like something that they ignored and ignored and ignored. And maybe he did like an interview after the baby was born saying that like they rebuilt their family and they're doing better than ever. I am so shook that less than 24 hours later, he posted on his Instagram story and said, a lot is being said about me right now and I just want to clear the air. I use poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period in my life. In certain instances, it became inappropriate. I have addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy this with my family. My wife and my family is all I care about in this world. To be this naive and stupid enough to risk the only thing that Matt truly matters to me was the greatest mistake I could ever make. I will never make it again. I take full responsibility. We will get through it and we will get through it together. Like, I felt like he was talking to me in the last part, like him and I will get through this together. <laughs> so so first of all, I want to say, I think the Instagram story apology in this situation is weird. If, this, if, if that was truly the only thing that matters, Motherfucker, you better throw a press conference for me. No, like, it's if, not if even If I was that. her, I would want a full TMZ live press conference apologize. It's not even that. It's like, have your publicist make a statement. Like, you know, every single magazine reached out to him and asked for a statement. So have your publicist go to People Magazine or TMZ or whoever and have them make the freaking statement. Like, don't post... I don't, it just feels so... It, like icky to me i don't know why but then also he's like we did not have an affair and all right well, what okay. what <laughs> so i'm someone who doesn't think like uh messages text messages things like that is cheating so he, i think okay but he but, said but, no, pa, but hold on hold on I, I'm, I got a point to this i got a point i don't think it's cheating i think 
a, a boundary has been crossed, but it's like when you fall, sometimes you just scrape your leg. Other times your leg rips right, wide open. I think text messages in a flirtatious sexual way are crossing a line. I don't think it's full on cheating. But I don't think that's all that happened No, no, no. Here. But, but reading these text messages, I'm going to have to go against myself and call this cheating. He was like, watching your ass jiggle on that table will permanently scar me, but otherwise I'm amazing. And he's like, fuck, I'll do anything for it. Ew. I'd buy a steak dinner and whisper sweet nothings into it. Ew. I want to tattoo my ass now. Like, this is this is cheating. Yeah, that's cheating. That's cheating. Also, what breaks the biggest boundary of all is saying is like literally trying to name your child with your wife after your mistress. Yes. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. The mistress is disrespectful. But like, listen, if you're checked out of your marriage and this is the chick that you're on to. Okay. I get it. Naming it after somebody. I think it's worse. What? I don't think it's good in any situation. <laughs> but I think it's worse that his statement was like, nothing ever happened. So I'm like, bro, you never even had sex. You no, never had no, no. Which is such a fucking lie because no. there's no way that he met up with her in person and didn't do anything. But that's what I'm and like, saying. He you literally name- said like, you're 50 <laughs> times hotter in person. That uh, means that they've seen each other in person. No, because he's saying, but when he said, so am I, that means like he's leaving it open-ended. Like, let's make it happen. No, but no, I think, no. But back to he what I was said, saying, you are 50 times hotter in person. You don't say that to someone that you've only talked to online. That's insulting. But then to tell like, <laughs> okay, if, if one of my followers messaged me and they've never met me before and they were like, you're 50 times hotter in person, I'd be like, okay, bitch. So you think I'm ugly? I would be so sad. All right, I agree with you, but I, I think it's even more weirder that if if more if weirder. we're to believe him, he's done nothing with his chick, and her, him looking at her on social media is enough to make him want to name his kid after that. Person. Yeah, that's that's even more weird. This than, whole situation is just so embarrassing for his wife and his family. It just like, goes to I show, can't. like you know, your sometimes your idols aren't who who you think they are. I will never get over the, and so am I. Like saying that he's hot too. I just cannot. Wait, it's so cringy. <laughs> and the fuck. Like I cannot. Anyways, if you guys want to go watch the videos, hopefully they're still up by that day. It has literally 12 million views now, but it's Sumner instead of Summer. It's very creative. Sumner Stro on TikTok. Okay, as a mother of five, going to the grocery store is literally my biggest nightmare. Actually, just as a person with anxiety, going to the grocery store is my biggest nightmare. So add in five kids and you are not going to find me there, I promise you. Finding high quality, affordable grocery items in one place is also almost impossible in today's world. But thanks to Thrive Market, I stress less because I get everything I need and so much more in one place. So shopping with Thrive Market means you'll find everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. And it's all delivered right to your door. When you buy from Thrive Market, you can save up to 30% off the best organic groceries. I literally get margarita mix, salsa, snacks for the kids, treats for the dogs, makeup, cleaning products, literally anything that you could think of. We get it all from Thrive Market and we absolutely love it. It's so easy to use their website and app. If you're looking for low sugar, keto, gluten-free, zero waste, black owned businesses, you can literally filter by 90 plus values and lifestyles to find what works for you, which is so amazing. Thrive Market saves me so much time looking for gluten-free snacks when I'm trying to shop for myself because we all know that my 
good needs that get convenient high quality affordable groceries delivered with thrive market you can join thrive market today and get 80 dollars in free groceries that's t-h-r-i-v-e market.com slash garcia to get 80 dollars in free groceries that's thrivemarket.com slash garcia Hey guys, I'm Kinsey from the I Love You So Much podcast. On my show, we talk about everything, lifestyle, business, finance, beauty, you name it. My favorite part about the show is the amazing guests that we bring on. We have everyone ranging from like business experts to influencers, CEOs, creative masterminds. It's so much fun. If you guys want to find me on Instagram, it's just at Kinsey Elizabeth. I release new episodes every Thursday, so hope to see you there. All right, guys. So, um, this is actually an episode that I've been talking to Bethany about for a few weeks, maybe months now. Like, we should talk about influencing and just the behind the scenes, different things, right? Because you you can only see so much on social media. But we wanted to take influencing away from us, essentially, like pull back from the Garcia Diaries, and let's just talk about influencing as a whole. I actually had a really good question that I'm going to ask later. Um, because I'm sure a lot of you guys are thinking of the question that I was thinking. This week we are leaving on vacation, and oh, fuck. that alone has been like a journey. Yeah, we're, and oh my and god, it, it's it's kind of crazy because this kind of ties into just kind of some of the behind the scenes that comes along with being yeah, quote unquote. I'm not an influencer. You being you kind an of are influence. I'm a podcaster. Followers. I'm a podcaster. Okay. Okay. Don't, don't disrespect me by saying influencers. Podcasters, TikTokers, bloggers—they're all influencers. Oh yeah! All of a sudden, podcasters are influencers. anyone that's influencing anyone. Well, what is that? What is influencer? Just it doesn't mean you have followers on Instagram, social media. Social. Okay, podcasting. My most podcast podcasters is not on social have media. social media. Okay. Anyways, if I hate that word, like but I have to use it, then you have to use it too. Babe, I'm an employee of you. Okay. You are the boss. (laughs) Look at our tax records. You are the boss. I work for you. Oh, okay. You are the influencer. But anyways. Can we just talk about the trip really fast? Like this is, here. let's start by really pulling back the curtains on influencers. So last year, October, we get an email from Nickelodeon and I had been working with them for most of that year. Not working with them is not even the right word. I was on their PR list and they have a very small selective list and it's called Nick Family Insiders. And it's a small list of people that they send stuff to monthly. And it's like in hopes that we'll share it to promote a new TV show or an event that they're having, whatever. So they reach out to me in October and they're like, we want to fly your family out to Cancun to our Nick Resort and the trip's in January, and you're going to need passports. So here's money for you guys to get your passports expedited if you don't have them already. Here's money for the plane tickets. We booked it. We were so excited. It was like, that's like the first really cool trip I've ever been like invited on. Right. Like where they're flying us out kind of a thing. I mean, where they're paying for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were so excited. We spent $1 of ours to make this trip happen. Yeah. So... We do that. We get our passports expedited. We literally had to drive to Florence, which if you don't live here, it's an hour away um, because nowhere in the Valley had availability in the next several weeks to get our passports. We ended up getting them and we get an email that the trip's canceled. And I'm like, what the heck? And it's because there was like a big surge uh, in COVID numbers or something in 
in Cancun or Mexico at that point, or was it, it was here? I can't remember. COVID related. Yeah, and it just wasn't going to work um, for what measurements they had in place for influencers or employees. Type yeah. Deal. So, anyways, we were like, okay, well, they were like, we're going to reschedule it. We just don't know when. So then we get told, okay, now the trip is going to be in what month is it? September, <laughs> and instead of being in Mexico, it's going to be in the Dominican Republic. Then we were even more excited because it was like, oh my gosh, we've never been there before. Like we've been to Mexico before. We're going to be able to explore a whole new country. Right. We were so excited. And t- I think 10 other families were invited to be on this trip, influencer families that have similar followings to me. So, well, some way less, some way more, but we're all influencers. And so, yeah, we were really excited. And then... <laughs> I start getting news alerts and messages from followers that there's a hurricane headed to the Dominican Republic. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, hope this doesn't ruin our travel plans. So the timeline. Well, I'll give a little bit more in detail timeline. It is Sunday. We're supposed to fly to Miami, Florida on Wednesday, stay there for a night, then fly from Miami to the Dominican Republic on Thursday. So we're what, four or five days out from our trip? Well, three. It was on Sunday. It was three. Oh, right. Damn, three. Sorry, not a math major. But so this is, I mean, we're here. Everything's booked, packed, ready to go. It's crunch time. So it's it's the week of. Like, we're excited to go. The kids are pumped. We've never been to the DR, like Bethany said. And all over the news on Sunday, the hurricane. And how it's gone, like literally. Had gone through Puerto Rico. Yeah. Had demolished Puerto Rico. No power. Um, just sad to see and our hopes and thoughts and prayers are with puerto rico but and i started getting messages from my followers like so many of my followers have family that live in puerto rico i had no idea and lots of followers that are in puerto rico people were messaging me saying that they were evacuating and waiting for a boat to be ready or a plane i can't remember boat or plane i would guess plane because i don't think you can boat (laughs) i'm not even going to answer that because you you can stand on that ledge yourself and get killed by the anyways people Anyways, someone said that their grandparents' house lost their roof and now they have no shelter. Someone said they have no clean water. Someone was saying that they had no power for over 24 hours. And then I saw online that the whole country didn't have power for 24 hours. Right. So this is still Sunday. We're going about our day. Yeah. Kind of like watching. I also got a, a message from a follower who said that her grandpa or her husband's grandpa died because he was electrocuted by their generator. Like horrible, horrible things happening. Right. And I started just feeling really weird about being excited for our trip to go to the Dominican Republic where the storm that had just powered well, well, through well, Puerto Rico well, was on. headed exactly. next. You're right. You're right. So Sunday, Puerto Rico. Monday, it was supposed to hit uh, the Dominican Republic. So we wake up Monday and you and I had, had a conversation Sunday night. Like, it just feels weird. weird. Like, yeah. You know, even though the weather report says by Thursday it's going to be clear and sunny No, skies. it didn't even say that, though. It said Thursday was going to be still rainy. Oh, it was like 30, 40 percent. OK, I remember. And, and then, then the next day was cloudy and stormy. And then the next day it was finally going to be partly sunny. cloudy. But we were just like, it, it just seems weird. You know, I don't I, I was like, I don't know. It just I don't, it feels really insensitive. And like, hey, look at us. We're on vacation on this beautiful island when in reality, who knows what just outside the resort grounds the place looks like but monday comes around yeah we start getting videos picture updates of what dominican republic's looking like and i'm just like oh my god like there's no way that this trip can still be happening 
Like I'm seeing roads destroyed. I'm seeing yeah. And you reached out to our our correspondent at Nickelodeon. Yeah, I was just like, hey, like I don't even remember what I said. I said, is there an update on what's happening? Yeah, because we like, weren't sure. Like, is yeah. the trip going to be canceled? I was pretty positive they were going to respond and be like, yeah, it's we're going to postpone it again. So, but we didn't. But we didn't know. Yeah. And so, the funny part about uh, influencing, we're waiting on a response from them. Uh, you sent the email like ten o'clock. We're nine a.m. Nine a.m. We're waiting on a response. It's There's been three no hours. Feedback. I'm like, seriously? It's, no, no, it's it's 3.30. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah, gotten yeah. the kids. From, so 9 a.m. No, she at, sends the by message. By three hours later, which was like I, at 12 or 1 p.m., I was like, all right, I'm following up again. And I emailed them again. And I was like, hey, like, I really need an answer here because our flight to Miami is in 24-ish hours. So, like, come on. Like, I need an answer. And... That's when at 3.30, that's when I got the call. Yes. Yeah, so the person from Nickelodeon right, right. and they were like, hi, like we've been trying to email you all day. Three different people have tried and your emails are all bouncing back. And I was like, what? That's so weird. Like, I don't know why that would be happening. And then it kind of dawned on me, like, I really haven't gotten any emails today at all. <laughs> I was like, wow, because usually I'm getting like hundreds an hour, literally, like it's insane. And so... I was like, hmm, that is strange. I was just taking it as like, wow, it's an easy day to take. And she basically said like, we are good to go. Like we've been talking with the resort and they've had no damage well, done. So, but she was like, our contact there yeah. said um, things, are, things aren't. things There was know, not much damage. Not much, not much damage where the resort was. And, you know, by the time everyone's scheduled to get there, there's the, the storm will have passed. Yeah. And so everything is is gonna move forward as scheduled and and the, and then there we that's when you told her you're like oh, i don't you know all right we're just it just yeah. seems kind of yeah odd. i told her i was like i have followers reaching out to me saying that they're like devastated by this storm so it just re- feels really weird for like literally two days later maybe two weeks and maybe two months a brief conversation yeah. nothing but it was on the phone i was like I, it just feels a little bit insensitive to me so and she was like, well, that's something you guys are going to have to decide for yourself. And I yeah, was and like, and they're right. like, she was like, we, you know, would love to have you guys here. But, you know, obviously, um, whatever decision you make, just let us know. Yeah. Well, what had ha- why did you not receive an email? OK, so I go to my blog and my blog is down. So I'm like, that's weird. So then I type in I'm like hosted with WordPress. So I type in WordPress to my email and I type in the com. And in August, I received a message that said that. I needed to renew my domain that I've had since literally 2015, renew my domain. And if I don't within the next 30 days, they're going to give it up and that they tried to run my card, but that it was declined. Well, we got new cards. I got new cards. Yeah. And so I never updated on there because they only charge me once a year. And so I never saw that email. <laughs> and so it had been well over 30 days and they ended up taking my domain away and canceling it so luckily no one bought it luckily no one bought it i guess they said that they have like another 30-day waiting period after that before it releases to the public <laughs> but oh my, my email is connected to my domain it's hello at the com. so because of that my email was down and i'm i missed probably hundreds of emails that day but oh well All right, guys, let's take a quick break to talk about one of my favorite products. You guys know how much I love them. Anthony knows how much I love them. Y'all know how much Anthony loves them. Let's talk about Foria. When Foria came into our life, I feel like our sex got bigger, better, longer, harder, just better in every single way. Do you agree? 1,000%. 
Better sex starts with Foria. People may not think they need extra help in the bedroom, but you will be pleasantly surprised by how much better and more pleasurable your sexual experiences are with Foria. Why not take it to the next level? You know, and like your sex life is so, so, so good, even like you're having the time of your life. But you guys, it can always be better. And why would you not want it to be even better than it already is? Imagine the best orgasm or sex you've ever had. Now imagine that it could be even better with the products that were designed to naturally enhance sexual pleasure and give you access to bigger and better orgasms solo or with a partner. Foria is using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort This is a real testimonial, which I always think is so funny and it's so factual. Someone said, my wife and I use the sex oil in Awaken and when she gets on top, we both come so hard that we see sounds and hear colors. Like that is a good testimonial right there. Fellas, I mean, you heard the testimonial. I know. Now you got to get it for your girl because come on, that's amazing. We love the arousal oil because it uses CBD and warming sensation inducing organic botanicals that enhance arousal, sensitivity, pleasure, access to orgasms and help with any discomfort and best of all awaken just turns you on so when you use foria's awaken arousal oil and sex oil together they are the perfect combo for peak pleasure so yes you have my permission to try this i fully endorse you to go ahead and treat yourself to more deeper fuller pleasure wherever you can find it as often as possible and you can start with a bottle of foria Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash Garcia or use code Garcia at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash Garcia for 20% off your first order. I definitely recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil and you will thank me later. Thank you, Dime Beauty, for sponsoring our podcast. And I just have to tell you guys about a product that has literally rocked my world, transformed my eyebrows. I haven't had to get them laminated because this product has literally done all that work for me. And it's actually way better for my eyebrows because there's no harsh chemicals involved. It's the eyebrow enhancing gel from Dime Beauty. It's formulated to give a strong, flexible hold while not being crunchy or flaky as it dries because that is the absolute worst with eyebrow gel. It provides all the fantastic benefits from a styling and a versatility standpoint, but it goes the extra mile by providing the hair and follicles with ingredients that promote the appearance of longer, stronger, thicker, and overall healthier hair. So if you have amazing eyebrows and you want to style them, I feel like I have pretty good eyebrows. This is how I'm getting that really fluffy straight look. And then you can see on my Instagram highlight that says eyebrows, how I use this product. If you're someone that struggles with growing hair on your eyebrows, this is an amazing product for you because it will help your hair to be thicker, longer, and just more beautiful. I also love their eyelash boost serum which helps your lashes grow, get stronger, longer. And I've seen such amazing results from them. And then my other thing that I have to have from Dime Beauty at all times is that I love your small baby perfume. It smells absolutely amazing. And I love that all of their perfumes are clean. They're hypoallergenic, vegan, and cruelty-free. And all ingredients are rated three or lower on the EWG. I love that they have a sample kit so you can test all of their perfumes out and then choose the one that like best suits you. That's actually how I found that my favorite scent was I Love Your Small Baby Perfume. And I still have all the other ones too. Like I'm taking Malibu Nights with me to Florida this week because it smells so good. It's such a good date night perfume. 
So when you guys try these products out, make sure to use my code Garcia for 20% off your entire order. And remember, Dime also provides free shipping on orders over $49. If you haven't tried Dime Beauty yet, make sure you do. Go to DimeBeauty.com and use code Garcia for 20% off. And let's jump back into the convo. Back to the story. Back to the story. So we go on with our day and then you and I are like, all right, what do we what do we do? Because yeah, they're day. saying everything's going to move forward as planned, but we have our own thoughts and feelings on the situation. And that's when I also kind of shared what was going on with my audience. I was like, you know what? Like we were invited on this trip. We've been so excited about it for literally a year now, but it just f- doesn't feel good to me that people are devastated there's people without clean water and power and roofs over their head literally people that have missing family members and we're gonna go and be like oh my god that's so beautiful here like how much fun we're having it's so amazing like thank god the hurricane passed so we could come and enjoy this very privileged trip and I was just like it just feels not good to me and I was actually shocked I mean I would say 90% of people were like yeah like follow your gut I wouldn't go I think it's insensitive too but so many people were saying, you should go. Like, it's your job. And I was, and it's like, maybe if I was making a good chunk of money from this trip or like I, ne- I needed to, then you could consider it your job. But I don't think you can consider it your job when you're just getting pay- like a free trip. Do you agree or no? Even though the hurricane will be gone by the time we were supposed to be there, it's just, okay, yesterday these people were without you know, whatever it may be, I'm sure the island's going to be destroyed. Those winds, the flooding, everything looks like it. Debris in the beach. Exactly. We're supposed to have, a, like, it was itinerary for this day, beach party, itinerary for this day, pool party. So we're literally going to be partying every single day. And it's just, and then I also had people reaching out like, well, why don't you turn it into an aid trip and just go out there and you guys help rebuild. And, and I'm like, we have five kids. Like, and by the way, these kids, barely have fun at Disneyland. They're complaining the whole time. Yeah. So I can't ima- hammer that nail. Literally. I can't imagine like taking five kids to do that. I would love to do that just me and Anthony, but that's not what this trip was. And so I don't know. People were just, I don't know. A lot of people were saying like, you should still go. Like it's not your problem kind of a thing. And I, it just, that does not feel good to me no, at I, all. And that's not, I mean, for, uh, for me, I can't live life that way. Uh, especially when it's right there, like you, you, you We know the hurricane was there. We're gonna see. It's not gonna be the pristine condition that it might have normally been. We have to drive. We would what forty five minutes from the airport to the resort. Like yeah. we would. It's not like we were just gonna be able to just also to turn it's very privileged on. to just be like, oh, I'm gonna ignore all this, put my blinders on, and go have fun at this resort. Like it just, I don't know. But anyways, so I we were just battling with this all day between you and I. And so finally, last night, I, I emailed them and I was like, hi, uh, my f- my email's finally back up running because <laughs> it was down all day. I basically said, because of Hurricane Fiona and the absolute devastation that the Dominican Republic is facing right now, I don't feel comfortable for a few reasons. Number one, the whole point of going is to share how beautiful the resort and island is and share how much fun we're having. And it feels insensitive to share these things while people are truly suffering from such a horrific tragedy. And the tragedy isn't even over yet. It really just started today. And two, I've seen photos of the roads and beaches and I've had followers reach out and tell me they're without power and clean water. And it does, it just doesn't feel safe to bring my family there right now. I was really hoping the 
trip would be postponed until we can feel really good about having fun and posting about it. It continues. Honestly, it's a really long email, so I'm not going to read it all. But I just said we've been so, so excited about this, but I can't in good conscience attend a trip like this. And my heart doesn't feel right about it. And I'm really sorry. And I wish it could have been postponed, etc. And they replied and they were really nice about it and also said that they were setting up donations and um, they were going to try to help in any way that they could. And they're sorry that we can't come. So that is some behind the scenes tea for you guys. And also just an update of what the fuck's an going update, on. But it just goes to show like there's so many times in this profession where your morals and uh, integrity, but I don't even think that's the right word. And then a paycheck or an experience. I feel like your morals are tested a lot in this industry. Exactly. And especially with social media, everyone having, uh, you know, the ability to share their opinion and attempt, you know, if you have a different opinion, attempt to sway you or you, you can create anything you want and put it out there. And it's up to people to fact check and, and see if there's real effect or not. But there's so much going on in social media and on the internet not social media and even everywhere but so often you have to decide like all right what's my belief or where do i stand on this is it even worth sharing yeah because and a lot of time 50 percent of people are going to disagree with you no, and, no matter what no matter what 80 percent or whatever it is and then you have to deal with the backlash of that and people expect a lot of influencers i i actually really do think that as someone that is on that side of it because there's so many times where I see people so upset that someone's not standing up for something or speaking out on something and they'll message me and be like, thank you. You're the only one I've seen speaking out on this. But honestly, sometimes it's really, really hard. And anytime I speak out on anything, anytime I get hundreds, if not thousands of horrifying messages. And that makes it really hard to continue to speak out. But then you have, you know, influencers like me who are much smaller accounts and don't have as many eyes, we could just say whatever the fuck we want. So you're an influencer. And if you don't like it, you can unfollow. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, why we didn't go to DR. And you yeah. asked your audience. But also by this time... <laughs> Y'all are already going to know. This. Yeah, you're going to know. And also we're going to be in Florida. We decided to not go to the Dominican Republic, but the kids were already missing school. And No, Bethany wa wanted to still go on vacation. Don't throw my kids out there. And we had already had our flights to Florida paid for and we did pay out of pocket for those ones. So I was like, we should already, we should just go because those are non-refundable. We paid out of pocket for those flights because, oh my gosh, that's the other thing you guys is they pay up to a certain amount for us for the flights, but flights were so expensive. We literally had to pay an extra several thousand dollars out of pocket just to go. Wah, so. wah, wah, first word problems. We're going yep. to Florida. Anyways. All right. So here's some questions that you guys asked. And I'm going to ask them today because you are the main influencer. You're going to have more. So if I'm the main influencer, then you're the other influencer. I, I already conceded. Why? Do okay. You okay. I just, I just want to hear you double down on it. Are you going to take my stake too? All right. I always wonder how retirement works with influencers. Do you save or pay into social security? So we pay into a 401k and all of the financial aspect of everything that I do is done by a tax yes. team, which I wish I would have done years okay, sooner. So we'll get a little personal with you guys. So we've we've done both sides. We right, you've been making money at a, for a few years at this. Very early on and way too long, we had a tax team that 
was not doing anything. They, I don't know, whatever. They didn't know what they were, whatever they were doing. It screwed they, us over. They we had didn't to pay. specialize in small business. They said they specialize in small businesses, but I, I don't think they've no. ever worked with an influencer or a blogger before. So. The taxes that we paid back, yeah, determined they did not work for small businesses. So we had a, a crappy tax team. We had to pay Uncle Sam a lot of bread, a lot, a lot of bread, and we fired them. Found. After a long process, we found a great tax team that actually specializes in small businesses, and like they actually work with so many in Arizona. So I got multiple referrals right. for them. So they, we have everything set up. We are a legit company. Everyone gets paid correctly. We have payroll. Uncle for- Sam is is only getting a little bit of dough from <laughs> us now, but and honestly, it all depends on each influencer. But it's like I said, with us, it was we paid a lot of money back. We also for felt years, like Wesley Snipes that for a bit. For years before that, we were using TurboTax, and so Anthony's income mixed with that was when we were both working. It's it was just a whole mess. So yeah, it just depends. And if you start making money, just make sure you have the right immediately tax hire team. someone. Yeah, uh, it's going to save you a lot of headache and a lot of grief. Uh, next question is. Oh, what do you think about influencers giving out cash daily or weekly giveaways? I know several people that do this and I think it's great for them if they feel like doing that. Um, obviously, it's an engagement tactic usually. And then the other thing I'll tell you that on top of the engagement tactic that it is, and I've used it as an engagement tactic before, like I will give away $50 if you guys all go comment on my post. Honestly, the struggle is real to get people looking at your posts nowadays because Instagram makes it so hard. But it is a tax write-off. So if you see someone giving away money every single day or giving away $10,000, giving away $1,000 weekly, like they're doing that because they can write that off on their taxes. It's a work expense. It's literally like getting away with not... I don't know. It's it's kind of genius, honestly. And I, pe- We just don't have the liquid so cash to be doing in that. In doing that, the people that are doing that, those are the big ballers. We'll just put it out there. Yeah, anyone like, doing that is making millions guess upon what? millions. If we ever be, get to that point, I'm not giving away shit. Sorry. Anthony, y'all. shut nah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you do for insurance? So I'll answer this because I handle that. Yeah. Um, I found an insurance broker. We sat down, talked about our wants and needs for our family. And he went through tons of different plans. And then every year we kind of we meet again and find a plan that best fits. But same thing for dental vision. Yeah, I um, think people assume we don't have insurance and like anyone can have insurance. Also, we, I, well, I don't know. It is expensive, but also we're not paying so much more than we were when you were with Cox and they were taking it out of your paycheck. Yeah, we are. Babe. No, we're not. Babe, babe. I've seen the Babe. It is very expensive. You don't get that bulk discount from a, you know, a huge company. But we do have health insurance. Now, question for you. Is it embarrassing to ask a company for a code? No. I literally ask any company for so, a code if, as long as my audience has asked for it. So I have a, a two, there's two parts to this. Actually, another question. Do So codes aren't normally like just given out beforehand? Or like how, what would you say the percentage is a company gives you a code to start off with or you have to ask? It also depends like from paid partnerships to gifting. So I have small brands that will send me stuff because they want me to share it on my story unpaid. And sometimes like I'll open the thank you note and they'll say like, oh, by the way, here's a code for you. And so if they do that, then I'll always share it. 
um, sometimes I post about something and then they message me afterwards and say, by the way, here's a code if you want it. And then with paid partnerships, they would always give that beforehand. Okay, so it just depends on... Also, I, I'm sure this question is going to come up because I went through the questions already. But since we're talking about codes, people always ask if I get paid from the codes. And it is so rare that I do. So, for example, with Dame, I make 10% off every purchase under that code. And then you also get 10% off. So basically, the company is taking like a 20% cut or losing out on 20%. With small businesses, I never make a dime. It's literally just to help them get sales and to support small businesses. It's not like a money thing for me. So I have a, here's my question. This is what even sparked this conversation to have this episode. I see it all the time. And it's not just one person. It's a lot of people. They're like, oh, you you guys asked me to link this or you want this link. And I'm like, ain't no way in hell everybody or Everything you wear, someone asks what what you're wearing. There's no fucking way. So my question to you is, is that really something that happens? Or do people just be like, I'm gonna fake, I'm gonna fake today like someone asked me to link my jeans from two weeks ago? Is that like do people really ask that shit? Cause I don't understand. Like I would never ask someone like, hey bro, where'd you get that shirt from, bro? Link link your shirt, please. Like I would just to me, I wouldn't do it. I would say 60% of my DMs are people asking me where stuff is from. Yeah. But like also half the time I'm wearing like ugly ass shit or stuff from like literally five years ago that can't be linked. But I've also trained my audience pretty well. Most people know not to ask me for a link, especially if you've been following me for a while, because people know that I really don't do affiliate links like that. Like most fashion bloggers do like linking shit all day long. It just takes so much time. It's not even worth it. If a hundred people buy a pair of jeans i'll probably make ten dollars an affiliate like it's not worth the money at all so for me if someone asks where i got something i'll say oh i got it from target oh i got it from american eagle oh i got it from wherever like it's i'm gonna tell you where i got it from and then you can do the rest you can find it sometimes if i have extra time i will find it like if i ordered it online i'll find the link for them but it's rare that i like link stuff unless i have literally hours of time and have nothing to do, then maybe I'll link something. Damn, I feel like an asshole because like I've literally unfollowed people because I'm like, there's no way in hell I someone mean, asked you to link I that know, ugly ass mustard <laughs> colored shirt. I know no someone that like goes on her fake account and DMs herself on her main account and then screenshots it to post links of stuff. I thought majority of people were doing that. No, so that, that I don't even have a fake account. <laughs> I could, there's nothing I could do that from. But no. And also that's so fake to me. Like I just would never do that. Do you worry about being canceled? No, not really. What's scary to me sometimes is that I was just so young when I came into this world. I was 18 years old. And so I are 18 or 19 when I started my blog. And so I'm like, hopefully some, I never said anything on my blog or Instagram in the past that was like fucked up. And if I did, like, I've obviously learned from it by now, but that I feel like a lot of people would get canceled over like tweets from 10 years ago. I didn't have Twitter. That part is just like I was raised in a very conservative Christian household and my beliefs from when I first started my blog to my beliefs now are completely 180. And so that part is like kind of scary to me, like knowing what my beliefs were back then. The other thing, too, is 
I'm always nervous to like post or speak up about anything. And it's not being canceled because I don't think being canceled is even really a thing. Like there's so many people that have been quote canceled and they're still posting every single day on Instagram or TikTok and making hundreds of thousands of dollars. So how they were they canceled or do people just not like them? I get scared anytime I speak up on anything that's important to me because I get so many mean messages, but it's worth it to me to continue speaking up since I do have a platform. Next Next question. question. Did you ever feel comfortable when you first started posting to like high school friends? So I'm going to, I'm going to open this up a little bit more to family, friends, high school friends. When you initially started posting was, were you ever uncomfortable or? Luckily, most of my high school friends didn't, care about me at all like I got pregnant right when I graduated and so most like stopped being my friend anyways (laughs) I had like maybe one or two friends from high school and they were both so supportive family was what was so scary to me especially like your family I just was always scared that they were judging me and they were (laughs) turns out but it's fine it worked out for us we still judge you yeah but yeah it's scary to like be vulnerable like that and I think people make so much fun of bloggers and influencers and tiktokers and there was even a question a lot of shit to be made fun of though a lot of shit is very cringe i will say but it's built a beautiful life for you hasn't it oh for sure yeah i I cringe very happily yeah (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i was even like scared posting stuff because i didn't want anthony to make fun of me like i really didn't want you to think i was cringe and so that would be stuff i was scared of the cringiest thing for me was when you started like doing tiktok and I yeah. would walk by the bathroom and you'd be like recording a video. And then 10 minutes later, I'd walk by and you'd still be recording the video. And I'm like, what are you fucking doing, you weirdo? Like taking a shit. No, you, you were standing up on the toilet. Standing, like, it was very <laughs> Ooh, this is a good question. Do you struggle with finding, keeping authentic friendships within the influencer world? Yes. I'll leave it at that. No, I'm just kidding. I just when I first started, I had friends all over the country and I thought I really knew them and it I just didn't. And I have been really, really hurt in the past by influencers. And I feel like, too, it's so easy when people have more followers than you or more friends than you in the industry to make shit up about you or just have this idea. I don't know. It's I've been really hurt in the past. Currently, I feel like I've done really well making local friends. And but even in that, it's like, every single influencer that lives here lives such a different life sometimes than each other sometimes than than you and i do so it's hard knowing you know who you're really going to connect with and then once you do sometimes it's hard staying genuine and not being falling into the trap of being you know jealous or not supporting each other or just being too much so yeah for but friendships are hard for me in general so i'll just say that like i i'm not the best at making friends and then once I have a friend I like fall in love and I'm just like it's like for life for me and then I feel like a lot of people just aren't like that and they're kind of just using you as a stepping stone so so as a micro influencer um, (laughs) our friendship's hard for you uh, I keep I call them acquaintances I don't have friendships with influencers we're all acquaintances Mm, okay all right so I think this will be the last one how much do people make on ads is it based on follower account so it's not based on follower account. That's it's a good like starting point, but it really is based on engagement. Whenever a company reaches out to me, they're asking 
for my story views. They're asking for my post reach. They're asking how many impressions I've had in the last week or month. When I send it to them or my team sends it to them, they can come back and be like, oh, sorry, like she's not worth the price that you're saying. Can we pay her this instead? Or they'll be like, okay, yeah, we'll match that rate. That's worth it for us. I will say though, like there's influencers that definitely buy likes and followers. I don't think you can buy story views. So I don't know how that works for them, but that's part something that's like so frustrating for me and has been for 10 years now is how people can just fake it and continue making money. I think brands can easily tell though. Well, so just by impressions alone. Now, now it's a lot easier, but I remember, you know, five years ago having conversations and that follower account, even though it doesn't mean as much, it definitely is an attention grabber. Yeah. So we would have conversations and we knew someone had double, triple the followers you did. I mean, we knew, obviously we knew that, but we knew that a lot of those followers were bought. We had yeah. proof. We had, you know what I mean? But because of that number being so high, companies would reach out and they would pay more. Yeah. And so for me, it was so frustrating because I'm like, simple math, guys. Like, look at the look at the likes because back then it was only likes. Yeah. Um, and then look at the number of followers because what's, what's the number industry standard for um, likes as far as like your followers? What is it? What I don't say? know. The average engagement rate is 4%. So four percent. So four percent of your following is considered good. Also, I just discovered. So like, I'm so good at telling if someone buys their likes. Like, I'm so good at it. I can instantly tell. And there's this girl that has like millions of followers on TikTok, and me and my friends were talking about like how how come some people on TikTok have millions of followers and then no followers on Instagram. Like me, if I love someone on TikTok, like I'm gonna follow them on Instagram. I'm nosy. But um, this girl, she has like 50k Instagram followers. And her pictures literally get ten to fifteen thousand likes with fifty k followers, which that's an insane engagement rate. Like, good for her. But then you look at her comments, and there's a picture with ten thousand likes and only fifty comments. And then you click on it, and she's replied to every single comment. So that means there's really only twenty five comments. So twenty five comments and a ten thousand likes. They're buying their likes. Yeah. Like, no question about it. But we, so we used to talk like simple math. Look at the n- number of followers. Look at the likes and stuff. Like it just doesn't add up. And it was so frustrating to see them continue to get these big yeah. paydays. And it's like that's not real. But now, like you said, there's so much analytics there's software and thing. that can yes. just tell. The com- companies got smart, but for a while there, you could fake it and reap the benefits. Oh, I also everyone asks this, and like it's the one thing that I think people are going to be listening for is how much influencers make. And so I'll tell you guys that there's like the biggest scale ever because I have friends that have the same amount of followers as me and make half what I make. And then there's girls that have, you know, 500,000 followers and they're literally making $5 million a year. Um, It really just depends on number one, your team and what rates they're pushing for you Two, like your virability. Like I have ebbs and flows where companies are reaching out to me like insane opportunities and then it'll be like dry for a week and so if you're someone that is dry for a long time obviously you're gonna have less income coming in the other thing too that i saw that i wanted to answer because i know everyone's gonna was asking it well i didn't i didn't ask this because i figured they are followers and people that follow you know yes but like do influencers actually promote products that they like or does everyone just like do it for the money And for me, when I first started, I absolutely did it for the money. Like I will admit, because we were on food stamps, government insurance, Anthony was working at 
Uh, I think that's right when you started at Cox and we were, it was still just, we were less than living paycheck to paycheck. And so of course I had brands starting to reach out to me. And one, one that really sticks out to me was Teamy Blends and it was a like fat loss tea. And I took one sip of that and it was disgusting, but they were offering me $50 to post it. And we needed $50. We needed it so badly that I posted it and said I loved it when I didn't. Obviously, I regret that, but I also have a lot of grace for myself because we were going through really, really tough times back then. And as I grew my following, I learned that my community is the most important thing to me. And if I'm really recommending something, I better be absolutely recommending it 1000%. Like I'm putting my name behind that. Like what's big? What what more can you put behind something? Okay, perfect. I'll, I'll share this story. What was it? Weight Watchers? Yes. Okay, so. 20, 2019, I just quit my job. Weight Watchers reaches out. $10,000. No. No more? It was $80,000. Oh, shit. $80,000. It was like a, a year-long partnership, yeah. right? Eight, we, eight, I don't even think I had made $80,000 a year yeah. up to that point. And we had many conversations of like, yo, this is life-changing money for yeah. us right now. Life-changing. Although we would not have gotten 80000 up front, it would have been broken down. Everyone would have got their cut. So it would have been much less. But even if it was half of that, $40,000 just off one collaboration. Yeah. And you turned it down because it totally went against everything you believed in, everything you stood for, everything you would share. And so, you know, for us, me being in the driver's seat watching you, I can 1,000% say you do post things that you actually use. There's been companies that your your best friends use, people that, you yeah trust in the industry but you you tried the product you and you knew you know they pay well yeah it didn't oh, work yeah. for companies you companies will offer the rate and then if i've if it's something i've never tried before then my management team will say okay you can send it to her and she's going to try it and then we'll decide after that you guys all the freaking time i'm trying these products and i'm like i would never recommend this to someone or this is cool but i would never use this in my life like i just can't pretend like I would. And so I, I honestly feel like out, out of all the opportunities I get and things I get set, probably 10% of them make it onto my Instagram page because I'm so selective with it. And even if there's a product I'm liking and then it stops working for me or, or, or they change the, the ingredients or the packaging and I'm just not loving it anymore, like I'll go to the brand and I'll say, hey, like this product is not aligning with me anymore. And it's usually always leaving money on the table when I do that. But with that being to me, said, it's so important to be honest. Well, with that being said, you know, all the money we left on the table, um, just trying to keep it real for you guys, you guys should have cash at me some money <laughs> to make up for that. Oh, yeah. Because I don't have a job and I'm a, only a micro influencer. You're a podcaster, I thought. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you don't right. make money? You're right. As there's three ads I keep in this on podcast? Forgetting. I keep on forgetting. Yeah, okay. But uh, in closing, I just want to say this um, because it came up over and over again. Is the market oversaturated? Is there no room for anyone else? I just want to say from the outside looking in, yes, I'm privy to a lot of information, but I, I take a back seat. I watch you do your thing. I help where I'm needed. I was forced to do this podcast. It worked out, but I see a lot. There is so much money out there. So much money. Like If, if I were to explain influencing to someone in the most what's what the fucking what's the basic word? basic terms it's modern day advertising right mcdonald's would rather send you a box of goodies 
you take your own pictures, you post it, you write your own caption. They pay you 10% of what it would have cost to pay to film a commercial, pay actors, camera crew. Then I mean, probably for, like 1% of that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. All it is is advertising yeah. oh, in and someone, current day. Someone asked really quick, Anthony's going to get so mad at me because I keep going back to these questions, but someone asked, why do y'all post all the same products? And it's because brands run campaigns and so for these campaigns they're looking for 10 15 20 influencers to promote this product and these this is what i'm talking about when i say like i'm turning down products because i didn't agree with it or maybe i end up liking it after using it for three weeks and so i move forward with them but it's always like an agreed upon posting date when you are getting paid for something so we cannot control that and we can't control who else they hire for their campaigns like that's just how it works like i said (laughs) there's a lot of bread out there if it's on your heart or something you want to do, go for it. Go for it. All right. We're going to go to Florida now. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch a new episode of the Garcia Diaries unfiltered every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss any of the action and don't forget to leave a rating and review. You can follow us on social at the Garcia Diaries, at Sir Garcia Diaries, and our podcast page at the Garcia Diaries pod. Talk to you next week. Peace. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.